Welcome to the Art of Vibrancy podcast. It's a place where inspired experts distill their brilliance down into simple, practical advice that you can use right away. It's eight minutes, it's four questions, and it's one practical piece of advice that you can put into use today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Art of Vibrancy podcast. Today, we are absolutely going to brighten your day because we have got with us Dr. Trevor Kashi. Dr. Kashi, how are you today? I am fabulous. Mr. B, do I call you Mr. B, Rob? I am Mr. B, yes. Yeah. Mr. B, I, I like Mr. B. You're Mr. B to me now. Okay, that'll I answer to that. And where are you speaking from today, Perfect. Dr. Kashi? I am speaking from Austin, Texas. Ah, a happening city. Yeah. It is. My son is a TV Indeed. producer and he's worked there several times. Yeah, what a great. That's place. pretty cool. Yeah, I dig yeah. it. That's pretty neat. Great. Good well, food here too. Dr. Kashi, would you like to just tell our audience a little bit about yourself before we do this? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. So my name is Trevor Cashy. My formal background is in biochemistry. So I have a doctoral degree in biochemistry. I got it pretty early. I think it was like 22 or 23 when I completed that requisite. And I started out in cancer research when I was in high school of all time. It's very strange chronology, I know. I moved from cancer research, moved from there to nutraceutical research, like dietary supplements and things of that nature. And then I transferred there to more clinical nutrition related things. And when I went more into the clinical nutrition side, started working more with athletes, traveled abroad, worked with a few Olympic teams, et cetera, et cetera. Eventually, I decided that I wanted to focus more on, on everybody else <laughs> that, that could do better with a little more help. And I founded Trevor Cashy Nutrition TKN with my wife, Desiree, who's the, the workhorse behind all of this. And now we dedicate all of our time and energy to focusing on well, we say doing less dumb stuff and doing more smart stuff is the joke that we say. Doing more <laughs> and, smart uh, stuff. And focus really a lot on the behavioral aspect of things right. with, the, with the scientific backing. Yeah. Right. Brilliant. That sounds absolutely amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Dr. Kashi. We'll, we'll do the interview now. You know the score. It's four questions in eight minutes. And I've even got a little timer to keep us on the track Perfect. here. So <laughs> Perfect. The pressure's on. Here we go. Right. Your time, Dr. Kashi, starts now. What, in your experience, in your fabulous experience, is the biggest problem that people face as they age with regard to staying healthy, well, and positive? So they want to change. They know they want to change. But what are the roadblocks that they put in their own way? You put a kink in this question with the as they age. So there's lots of things that the, as they age part, I think is the most important part of this question. So I'm actually going to focus. I'm going to hone in on that. I feel like in my experience that being selfish and feeling selfish comes up a heck of a lot, especially as people age and they get more responsibilities. Like the selfish police is on every corner, right? Setting up selfish traps, waiting with their selfish radar guns, chasing you down to give you guilt tickets right? Selfishness, that's a big issue. And this is fresh in my mind because I was on a walk and I was waved over by my neighbors. 
And there are, you know, half a dozen of them or so hanging out on the patio. And so I decided to mosey on over when they waved me over. And the topic of selfishness and being selfish came up, which is why it's so fresh. And over the course of this, you know, group conversation, I'm hanging back, right, my beard fully in hand. I'm just enthralled, elbow on my knee. And I soak up the dialogue, just watching everybody converse about this. I feel so guilty about being selfish. My family tells me anything, anytime I do anything for myself, I'm selfish, that it's all about me. And, and even the thought of taking some time and effort for myself, I feel so guilty and selfish and like, wow, only a narcissist would do that. Like we all hear these, like, these are the things that are going on in the conversation and they're fresh. Like, these are things I actually said, you know, it works me up. This is an important topic to me. So excuse me. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> and there was, there's back and forth with the group where they, they wrestled about judging themselves judging other people for their behaviors with how selfish they were, or how good they were, et cetera. And this went on for like 20 minutes or so. And I was quiet the whole time, you know, just like dumb, like slack jawed. And eventually um, they noticed I was slack jawed and all their eyes went on me like, okay, what do you have to say about all this stuff? And I was just so enthralled with watching their judgment ritual. What I had thought about how selfish they were or what I thought about their family members, it was just the lowest thing on my priority list. And uh, absentmindedly, I, I think I did the most Dr. Cashy thing Dr. Cashy could do. And I said, what does selfish mean? And that's where things ended up getting spicy. Because this word, this term was getting thrown around and their facial expressions all kind of contorted at the same time in the same way. Like they were shocked and then irritated and then bewildered. And then they actually started to think about it. And, you know, a big group of people arguing about a morally charged subject, right? As they age, how do we take on responsibilities, et cetera, like selfishness, right? Zero regard that their definition might be different than that of their neighbor. And they just kind of assumed that everybody was on the same page and that it meant the same thing. And as we pulled it out of each other, what it really boiled down to their, their definition of it is that somebody else was selfish when they perceived another person's behavior as a hassle to them. That's about it. That's about that's about it. And with how vague and overgeneralized that is, it's easy to give ourselves permission to stop before we start or to give up when we feel pressure from external sources. When we can make ourselves feel like we're being selfish or somebody's judging us as selfish, how can we give ourselves a fighting chance with that sort of vague overgeneralizing? Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't pursue things because we don't want to be perceived as being selfish by looking after ourselves and what yeah, should we be doing looking after ourselves yeah yeah that that's is correct really... and, and that's where the as we age part kind of gets incorporated in there yeah i like these that. things pile yeah. up and it's hard to yeah. yeah yeah people get stuck in the ways that's mm. brilliant brilliant stuff what a great little story to start off i love that Question number two, what are the common mistakes or misconceptions that people have about solving that problem of not, you know, that's a great question looking after themselves. Yeah. So there's another coming to terms sort of answer here. And that is there's confusion between love and care and convenience and entertainment. There's confusion between these two things. Okay. And that's where the misconception about selfishness comes from. Many people think that loving another person requires you to make their lives more convenient and entertaining at all costs, even when, or especially when it's at the expense of your mind, body, health, and sanity, right? So anything else is, guess what? It's selfish. (laughs) 
So selfishness is almost universally considered bad. It's even an insult in a lot of circumstances and yes. many circumstances. And that obviously the only way to be good is to put everything you have into other people and putting everything we have into other people is inherently absurd, right? If we continuously give, give, don't, don't be a doormat, be a chauffeur, be a short order cook, then mm. what happens when you're empty? Maybe you know what happens when you're empty, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. So which person has more value, right? To, to themselves and to other people. There's properly fed, well-slept, active, energized, clear-headed, confident, right? Vibrant, right? Or starved, exhausted, sloppy, yeah. lackadaisical, fatigued, anxiety-ridden, resentment-filled, grouchopotamus, right? Yes. We become grouchopotamuses. Yes. And, yeah. uh, I'm, and I'm going to try and break this down to a, like the simplest way to think about being selfish using You're highly technical well jargon. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we can. Okay. No, so, you're all right. You're all right. Right. You can give your slice of pie away and the pie is now gone. You gave away all of it. You yeah. can let other people take your pie. You, they took it all. There's none left. And, or you can have the recipe to make pie. And now pie is a renewable resource for all the land. Okay. Which person is more valuable? Okay. Yeah. The third one, right? So see how fast all this becomes moot? So to dispute this vague and overgeneralized selfishness crap and, and overcome it, we reframe with the following. It's about being versus having. It's about being versus having. So my being is more important than your having. And your being is more important than my having. Does that sound fair? It's apples and oranges. It's your being versus their having. They're different galaxies of priorities, so it's, it's impossible to compare. So are you sabotaging yourself and sacrificing your mind and body? Are you masking it and feeling bad about it and doing anyway? Right. So this yeah. is the sort of stuff that creates the conflict that keeps us from acting in ways that we want to act. Yeah. And it leads to resentment. And so you make yourself miserable and then you make other people miserable at the same time, all in an attempt to keep from making everybody and yourself feel miserable. It goes around in circles. That's essentially it. Like I can go on for days. And, uh... I, I, yeah, you're, you're, this is so good that, I mean, the time's about to run out, but we've got two more questions, but I'm not bothered about the time. Okay. We'll whiz through the last two questions. All right. Those are simple ones. Yeah, yeah, they're simple. But that was brilliant. And it's so true that, isn't it, that people think that they don't want to be selfish. They want to, but then they, if you're not in it's good condition yourself, up. if you're not switched on and yeah. well, and living well yourself, what good are you to anyone yeah. else? Yeah, what good are yeah. you to your family? And Correct. To your friends, yes, yeah. So it's yeah. so true. Yeah, you're so wise. I love this. Right, question number three. Oh, this is a good one. Question number three. What is the number one tip you could give our audience to help them today? So something tangible and specific, an action they could implement, okay. literally straight after this podcast now what could some okay we'll do we've got something that you can do right now yeah right now and it's prefaced with this mantra having what we want comes as a side effect of being what it takes to get it okay now that means turning our wishbone into a backbone that means cultivating self-respect because we're the only ones that can and so we can do this by actuating this one tangible tip to say yes to yourself to say yes to yourself. 
and you can implement this right away. You can do it right now. It may seem metaphorical, but Dr. Cashy means it literally. Say yes to yourself out loud and you'll see firsthand what sort of difference it makes. Yeah, I love that. Yes is the answer to that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. so positive. That's in a nutshell. That is positivity. And that is people yes. need to do this. Yes. Yes. It's, yes. I love it. I love this. People should listen to this interview several times over because there's so many nuggets of wisdom in here and so many things to think about. I think that's brilliant. Finally, Dr. Kashi, what free resource would you like to share with our audience? Something that they could have for free from you. Since they already have access to this amazing program, I have one, one other thing that is additional to this. And that is there's actually a, a Coffee with Dr. Cashy podcast. So you can Google Coffee with Dr. Cashy. You it's on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere fine podcasts are hosted. And we talk about very similar things to this, where I tell stories, have parables, break down some of the biology and psychology, et cetera, et cetera. And there's, there's more content every week, just like here. Coffee with Dr. Cashy. Yes, sir. Coffee with Dr. I'd love to have coffee with Dr. Cashy. Absolutely brilliant. My door is open for you, my friend. What a, a wonderful, wonderful podcast we've had. I'd like to thank you, Dr. Cashy, from the bottom of my heart and on behalf of my audience who are going to absolutely devour this. They'll love it. So thank you so much. And I hope we'll see you again soon. So absolutely. All the best. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for checking out the Art of Vibrancy podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate us and leave a review and I'll love you forever. And if you'd like to try my energy boosting, inflammation busting, brain and body food breakfast, head over to www.breakfastofbrilliance.com and download the recipe today. See you soon. Bye.